When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. It is fun. It's real fun. Talking is fun. Yeah. It gets uh, it gets to be a lot sometimes. Though. We we did this would you rather shout out to uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning. We did this would you rather at the dinner table the other night. If you couldn't speak for the rest of your life, or you couldn't hear for Ooh. the rest of your life, I would go speak. You would choose not to speak. Yes, I could be deaf. I don't want to be deaf. I like the music too much. Yeah, yeah. I think because then you could write things. Correct. You know. Th- it would sure change the sure. dynamic of this radio show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll Donna, your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> right. For better or worse, well, I'm on the casino tour, so I'm just assuming that, you know, I'm already retired. Thank you. you know who's not on the casino tour? Platinum selling money bag, yo. Oh, no. Here's a little bit right out of the gates. This is from his latest album, which went platinum. It's called Rolls Royce. I do not pull up this song, Rocco. Okay. I just have a feeling. But it starts with, and I think this is strong. I'm through. I just did a deuce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the first line. So gross. <laughs> and I don't know if he means that. I'm sure it means something else. I'm but not man. seeing a single song that doesn't have an E for explicit next to it on Spotify. So yeah, I don't think he, I'll be playing any. Riding in the mother bleepin' Rolls Royce. Damn, look at Zaddy in my ho voice. Over dripping sauce, he got my clothes moist. Ew. Bread in my pocket, I ain't poor boy. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> it's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve oh. Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. One more thing, might I say. Just real quick, Donna. He has a song. Remember I was talking about flocking my own Christmas trees? Yes. He has a song called No Flocking. <laughs> He's against it. I think I don't know why. He's anti-flock. Oh, jeez. Oh man. May I continue now? Yeah, I'm just gonna be reading the lyric. Okay, this is a really interesting story that I just read this morning. The remains of Frank Frankie Little Jr., who was the guitarist and songwriter for the OJs who disappeared sometime around the mid-70s, have been identified nearly 40 years after they were discovered. Rocco, did you hear this story? I did. I saw that today when I was researching the Dirt Alert. Crazy. Really crazy. So back in 1982, 
Police found the remains, these remains that we're talking about, in a garbage bag behind a business in Twinsburg, Ohio. And at the time, authorities were able to determine that the person had been stabbed to death several years prior. Mm. But they were not able to identify the victim's identity. So just two months ago, a breakthrough came um, through um, the DNA Doe Project, which is a nonprofit that, um, you know, uses DNA to help solve these crimes. They were able to identify through forensic genealogy this person, this Frankie Little Jr. Um, so what they did was they they got a hold of potential living relatives who were able to provide Frank's name and then a close relative provided a DNA sample, which was analyzed, and then his identity was confirmed. So now this family can have closure because all they knew was that their family member disappeared. My gosh. It's it's really crazy. I don't want to use the word exciting, but kind of is exciting that crimes from so many years ago that have been you know cold cases can now get figured out yeah and you know with the with the advent of all of these true crime podcasts that's been fascinating to watch how then they're they're crowd sourcing detectives internet sleuths who are who have a bunch of time I, i it's an interesting um that's sort of another side of these crimes, these cold cases suddenly um, getting opened up again. But it's it's just, yeah, it's interesting. If you're the family, I suppose what you want at that point is closure. And you've already dreamt up, and I hate to say this, but you've dreamt up every god-awful outcome that there could be. Because right. if you hear that then, now we have closure, but it comes in the form of a stabbing death. Yes. Uh, you know, all, all a mixed bag. But I guess, yeah, you just want that loop to be closed. Right. Right. Just so interesting. Also, you know, talking about the the Internet and podcasts and everything. I mean, the Britney Spears thing. Not that there's a death involved there, but the fact that there are eagle eyed fans out there mm-hmm. who are able to see something that didn't seem right. And now look at her. She's free of that conservatorship. She her posts are a little worrisome. Always. She's she's very stream of consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. when she posts something. Very unedited, it seems. Yeah, and v- yes, very very long. Um, now she's, I don't know. She posted something about wanting to transport to a different universe, and then hot chocolate that tastes like fudge, and mm, Diane I'm Sawyer listening. to kiss her butt. Oh, it's just it, it's it's a lot. I hope that this will be good for her and not... I think she's just blurting out everything she wasn't allowed to talk about as a result of the conservatorship. But holy cow, she's really going after Diane Sawyer. I I just feel like she should take a little time away. Yeah. You know, just a little in the new I think she just did. I think she and her... No, no, I mean, not like a big... No, you mean from social media. I think she should just unplug for a little bit. Yeah. You know, and then then come back feeling like you're in a good place. Yeah, like maybe talk to a professional. 
And maybe she is. Of your choosing? Yes. Right. But yeah, just the constant, you know, yeah, the online stuff. I just feel like I would just try to unplug from that part of the matrix for a little bit. You know, there was, um, who was it? Hoda Kotb. I guess she went to some, some retreat resort type place and she had to hand her phone over for 10 days. Yes. Did you see that story? I saw the headline of that. I wonder if she loved the experience. I think at first it was hard for her because she realized that she really was addicted to her phone. Oh, yeah. And then she came out of it with this hyper awareness of everybody being on their phones. Like, yes. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're sitting in, an, in a doctor's office um, waiting room, look around you. I guarantee 90% of people are on their phones yeah. looking at them. If you're at the airport, everybody's on their phones. If you ever forget your phone, you become wildly aware of the problem. Yes. And instantly start judging others. You're like, oh, look at them with their phone. Yes. Oh gosh, Everyone's so heads are down. And if somebody, I, the street corners in New York waiting for the walk sign, all of these heads down with their phone. And then they just send somebody else moving and then they just sort of start zombie walking forward. Yeah. It's really worrisome. Yeah. Let's not worry should about we, it now. You know what we should do? What? We should do a challenge. You're, you're a guy who likes a challenge. I do like a challenge. But I am... <laughs> do you want? Let's talk about this challenge after the break. I All have right. a feeling I know where this is going to go. Okay. And I feel like you're unique. You, you have a unique advantage. You might be right. But let's talk about it. And then we'll get to uh, we'll get to some other stuff. There's oh, a new, I, I, everybody knows Mariah Carey's song "All I Want for Christmas" is like the most streamed song. What do you know? What the second most streamed holiday song is on Spotify this year? No, but I'm hoping you'll tell me after the break. I'll be uh, here. We'll, we'll be right, right back. back. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve, along with DJ Rock Lobster. He's a clump, a clump, a So, Steve, you like a challenge. I do like a challenge. What if we put some, you know, we we can tweak this a little bit. Mm -hmm. What if we all did it as a show? Mm -hmm. Other than using our phone for phone calls. Phone calls. Or, you know, incoming or. What about text messaging? I don't know if I like that. Uh... Phone calls? Who am I, Alexander Graham Bell? We've evolved. (laughs) No using your phone for 48 hours. You know... Just think on it. Talk it out. Go ahead. I mean... Yeah. This could, this could, this could happen. This could happen. I mean, it's a little, it's a little uh, place of business. That's a little bit of the difficulty. Yeah. It's a little bit of like the mobile office yeah but in the right circumstance if planned correctly i think it would be deeply um renewing to really you know setting parameters one of the books i read about this garbage talked about how it's very difficult to have a to experience peace for any prolonged period of time when we live such fragmented lives, mm-hmm. meaning we're looking at the phone, then we go do something three minutes later, the phone is magically in our hand again. We've been pinged by another person, an email, a call, whatever, and then you turn the TV on and then you go away. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were in a cabin 
that just had candlelight. Mm-hmm. And then you looked around at nature, hashtag Yellowstone. You could sink into the day more, more deeply. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about a, a parameters. You know, it's, the phone itself is sort of a an amoral thing. It's just a thing that can be used for greatness or stupidity and bad stuff. Right. I mean, remember the days when you didn't even know that someone called until you got home? Checked your voicemail. Even before that. I mean, I'd get a note on the table from my dad. Hey, Mary Ellen called. Call her back. Wow. Yeah. You just, you didn't have access. Yeah. I think we need to go back to that. No social media. I, I would even say texting is fine. Because there are emergencies and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be a great test. Rock, are you in? Uh, sure. I'll do whatever you guys tell me. Do we have to start juicing? or? <laughs> I'm thinking about juicing before I go home for Christmas. I don't like juicing. I like shaking. Oh. Yeah. You like <laughs> to do the, the Dr. Oz thing. Yeah, that one was really good. That one, I had no problem with that whatsoever. This is like just... Drinking water with sugar in it. But naturally occurring sugar. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a three-pack, and I'm going to do, I think, like a day on and a day off. You know what I mean? You enjoy yourself. Because if I go home for the holidays, I want people to look at me and their first thought. And this is one of the most important things I think about uh, this season is to be like, look at his tight body. Wow. You know? Mm. Christmas Eve service, I want people as i wear a unitard to be like wow he's trim you know what i mean this is what the holidays are for what other people think what do you think that's what matters (laughs) (laughs) wait i thought the unitard is what matters (laughs) yeah donna do you even know how to get in and out of those things what do you do if you have to pee if you're in a unitard you got to pull that whole thing down just go to the side right it's like girls oh yeah you (laughs) i don't know pull it down and over yeah um it's like ladies wearing rompers. I just think you look great and put down. together right now, but at the when you have to go potty, you are back to square one. I think what they might need to start doing is putting like zippers in the An crotch. under flap. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Even like they used to do with children's onesie underwears, didn't they have like a button flap sort of a thing? If kids were wearing onesies, is this just in cartoons that I'm thinking no, of? No, they have flaps. Yeah, and then yeah. like the whole flap comes open. Or like bodysuits. Yeah. With the bodysuit, they have snaps in the crotch. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All I Want for Christmas was the most streamed song this holiday season on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you for that. Do you know what Smooth the segue. second most was? <laughs> I opted to leave button snaps where they were. Button snap in the crotch. I'm going to go with... Um, Love this song. It's Wham. Yes. Is it? It is Last I Christmas by Wham. Peak. I swear I did not peek. Let's keep going. Top five. Oh, uh, number three on the list is... Is this radio airplay? This is Spotify airplay. Mm. I'm going to go with... Um, you know who has a really great Christmas album? Brian Setzer. Hmm. Just check it out, yeah? Okay. This is by Buble. This is a Buble I, I'm song. I'm not sure if he does or not. <clears throat> Let's see here. It's a Buble song. Oh. You're going to have to help me. Just tell me. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Okay. I like okay. it. Number four is Jingle Bell Rock by mm. Bobby Helms. Oh, that's a good song. And number five is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Yeah. They they also shout out that there's a great sax saxophone solo in that. Oh, really? And I maintain if I could snap my fingers and be world class at one instrument, it would be the soprano sax. Is that the Kenny G one? I think so. You don't or is he an know. alto sax? It's a higher sax. There's like a Kenny G documentary that's out that's supposed to be pretty good. Really? Yeah. Where do we find that, Rocco? Maybe the Hulu. I'll check it out. Did you know he was like an early investor in like Starbucks? He has more money than he'll ever need without even touching really? that soprano sax no. money. Uh, looks like it's on HBO Max. <laughs> well, I'll give you a dollar if you could name the popular song. Twist it. Wait. Okay. Careless Whisper. By, by Kenny G. Yeah. No, that's Wham. Oh, wait. Yeah, you got it, Rocco. Okay. I guess I don't have to watch that documentary. I know all I need to know. You sure do. Bye. Bye now. You want to come back? Come on What's Careless Whisper? That's, it's a Wham song. Really? But with a sax solo. I don't know. Yep. We need to call Everybody's her. right. 651-641-1071. Call now and play the College Pop Culture Knowledge with us. Again, the number 651-641-1071. You can win a prize next. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Today is, uh, I'm just looking at Donna, did you wear any necklaces today? I did not. Because December 15th is National Wear Your Pearls Day. Yes. Don't just wear them, clutch them. Clutch your pearls. You're going to be clutching your pearls when I ask you these questions. I'm going to quiz you on some things that have things to do with uh, pearls in pop culture. And here to play along, like I said, is uh, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You sound so good today. Um, after you win this game, hopefully, what's the next thing on your agenda today? 
Ooh, I'm working on uh, my final portfolio. Uh, do you mean financial portfolio? <laughs> oh, I wish. I need to get that together. But uh, no, uh, for interior design. Oh, lovely. Wow. Donna. We were just talking about yeah. interior design recently. You know what's tricky in interior design, uh, Jill, is getting... <laughs> yeah, go ahead and mansplain interior design to, to her. Yeah. Is getting the, the furniture situated in the way that makes the most sense for the room. That's a challenge, and when you crack the code, it changes the vibe in the room. I agree completely. We're like totally peers, you and me. Yep. <laughs> okay, Steve, She's stop being weird. Donna. You're making She's... everyone uncomfortable. Donna, it's just because you're weird. <laughs> Okay. Melissa, who would you like to team up with? Donna, who is virtually silent and has been damn near cold with you since you got on the phone, or me, <laughs> who's tried to get to know you a little bit. Who do you want to team up with? Oh, goodness. Steve, I love you, but I ser- I have to go with Donna today with the pearls. Okay. That's, mm, that's good. That's stereotypical, and I'm going to leave now. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Steve. All right, we got this, girl. Okay. Stands right. by. I'll do my best. Okay. Okay. Here we go, Rocco. Okay, let's do it. Uh, we'll start with this one. You've heard of the uh, those Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Oh, sure. With um, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah, I know him. One of those movies was called Pirates of the Caribbean: colon, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Yes. Which number in the series was that one? How many are there? I don't know. Three. Number three. Okay. Who was the female lead in the 2003 movie about Vermeer? The girl with the pearl earring. Pass. And uh, name somebody in Pearl Jam who is not Eddie Vedder. You know, the guy with the bass. Yes. Uh-oh. We're in trouble. It's all right. Something ver- something really Slavic sounding. That guy. You know him. <laughs> you know. Shoot. These were, maybe these were harder than I thought. But maybe Melissa can help. Uh, Melissa, let's go back to the Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. How do you like to say it, Melissa? It's Caribbean. Okay. I asked Melissa. Yeah, Caribbean. Um, um, the Curse of the Black Pearl. So, Which one was that? And I'll, I, I will... do not know. I, my boyfriend made me watch those a little bit, but um, I, I will just stick with three. Okay. I'm just looking to see. Looks like there have been five. Okay. Uh, we're sticking with three? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, number two, there was a movie in 2003 about the Dutch painter Vermeer, perhaps as an interior designer, you've used his works to spruce up a room. There was a movie <laughs> about it called The Girl with the Pearl Earring, and there was a female lead. Do you remember who that was? Man, I have no idea. Donna, did you say anything? Nope. <laughs> How about we just say like, um, Willem Dafoe? No, female lead. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. There you go. Okay. I love it. And how about, can you name anybody in Pearl Jam that's not named Eddie Vedder? Uh, Yeah, how about Jeff Ament? Wow, Melissa. There you go. Thank you for that. Okay, we we got this. Okay, let's wait. All right, come on, Steve. Hey, Steve, come on. Good job, Melissa. Hey, buddy boo. Look at my little baby buddy boo boo bear. Hey, how'd it go, guys? Really good. Pretty good. All right. Uh, all right, it's National Wear Your Pearls Day. Perhaps uh, you could, uh, since you're at home today, Steve, you could rifle through your wife's uh, jewelry box and and oh. wear pearls for the rest of the show. Why not? I love I love her in pearls. I do. I just think it's so classy. 
I call her Jackie O. She calls me Jack. It's a whole thing. Okay, wow. All right, that's a joke. <laughs> I just do that. I think it's very elegant. The look is beautiful, Pearls. Uh, agreed. Whatever. Let's go. Let's ask you some questions about Pearls and pop culture, starting with this one. You're familiar, of course, with the Pirates of the Caribbean film series. Oh, yes. One of the films was called Pirates of the Caribbean, colon, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Which one, one through five, was that one? One. Second question. Uh, there was a movie in 2003 about the painter Vermeer, and it was called The Girl with the Pearl Earring. Who was the female lead in that movie? Jackie Onassis. And can you name somebody in Pearl Jam who is not named Eddie Vedder? Uh, Kurt Vedder. Nah. <laughs> Shoot. No, uh, Vernier. Vernier Herbert. Uh, <laughs> All right, these were kind of tough on Wear Your Pearls Day. Let's bring uh, Melissa back. Is Melissa National Cupcake perhaps thing. saved Donna's bacon on this one? Oh, no. Um, I believe Steve got this Ooh. first one right. Curse of the Black Pearl was the first movie in the series. Yes, Queen. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah for sure. I kind of thought the first one was just called Pirates of the Caribbean, but it no. was not. It was called. Right. Yeah, me too. It was a great one. Great movie. Wow, great movie. Uh, Melissa kind of pulled this next one um, out of her proverbial backside. It was, in no fact, way. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, my wow. gosh. You are kidding. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't believe I got that. Yes. That's good. And Melissa <laughs> named Jeff Ament a guitarist, right? What? I would have accepted okay. Stone Gossard, Mike McCready, or Matt Cameron. Mm. Whoa. She's a pearly. She is. So I, she got two. Wow, that stinks. For me, yeah. it's great one for of my you, favorite Melissa. My songs is Just Breathe. That's oh, oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that is a good one. one. All right, well, Melissa wins a My Talk. Yay, t-shirt. Melissa! Woo! Yay. We're best friends. You, You're welcome. Thank you. You did it, actually. Um, okay, <laughs> Rocco's going to get your info. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks. Bye. You guys, too. Thank you. Thanks. Steve, it's okay. Just because you lost almost every game this week. Do you remember Ooh. when we used to keep score? I was thinking of that yesterday, too. Yeah. I guess I'm glad we did. And then Rocco don't. dropped the ball. I you really know? did. So, like, day one, I dropped the ball. And yeah. then I caught up and recapped, and then I dropped the ball again. Yeah. You just kept well, there's always it. there's always the new year. We could maybe Ooh, start like keeping it. score again. Okay. Uh, now, we do have the Millennial X Games coming up today at 11.30. We sure do. And so I've got another chance to win, and you will have another chance to play along with us. Uh, we hope that you do stay around for that. Uh, while I have your ear, can I just remind you that my Talk 1071's 14th Annual Santa Project to benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities is a happening, and it's happening today, too. You could bring a toy or a gift to Creative Hair Design in Roseville during the Lori and Julia broadcast. That takes place this afternoon. And then my talk will get those to the kids and families in need at the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. More details in a full broadcast schedule. MyTalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show oh, getting tips. Everybody on the show getting tips. Everybody on the show getting tips. Everybody on the show getting tips. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that the most dangerous toy you can give your kids for Christmas is... A hoverboard. Close. Keep going. Scooter. Yeah, it is a scooter. Scooter. Yes. 
Yes. A study looked at how many injuries different types of toys have cost over the last, sorry, caused over the last, uh, I think, five years. Mm. And scooters were a clear winner. Like, you know, the Razor scooter. They've caused over 190,000 injuries since 2016. That includes kids and adults. Balls are next at 108,000 injuries. Footballs, baseballs, every type of ball. Mm. So the fact that scooters have racked up almost twice as many victims is pretty impressive. Toys like um, cars, Hot Wheels, they're next. Then comes building sets that come with small pieces, so choking hazards and things kids can swallow are part of it. Frisbees, boomerangs. Games, game parts, dolls, action. No toys for the kids this year. Do boomerangs really work? Can you just do that? Yeah, you just fling it like a Frisbee and it comes right back to you. And then it's coming back to you like some sort of a displaced propeller. Yeah. And you're supposed to stand there and catch it. Yes. Not run from it in terror. Abject horror. Correct. That's incredible. Thank you. I'd really love to see you on a hoverboard, Donna. They're very tricky. Steve, I'm lucky I could stand upright. I really don't have good balance. They, you stand on them. There's no handlebar. And then if you tilt your feet forward, you start to ride forward, tilt your heels backward, you start to go backward. And then if you just tilt like one foot down and forward, it starts to turn you right. You can find yourself in a death spiral. I had a trainer that used to make me stand on one of those, you know, workout boards. Kind of the same concept, I think. You know what I'm talking about? It's a balance board. Yes, I do. And do squats. It's great. Yeah, all your stabilizing little muscles and, are firing. And you, yeah, your core is just like Wayne. screaming. I know. I'm going to get tight in the new year. I made that my word of the year in 2018 and the Twin Cities Live team specifically asked me to change it because they did not like that my word for the year was tight. I like it. Well, then let's do it, Brutus. I'm going to hit the gym today. All right. Enjoy. Hey, when we come back, a couple <laughs> things I'd like to get to. Um, if we have time, I'd love to find out about this new internet cologne, as I'm always in search of oh, a cologne. Sure. Uh, so maybe we could tap into that. But also this, the, the most admired men and women in the world, this list came out. Number one for both men and women, they're a couple. Can you figure out who they are? Uh, We'll reveal the list when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve with DJ Rock Lobster. Well, I'm loving that Elton John song. It is really growing on me. We didn't love it at first, guys. No, we didn't. It was a slow burn. You know, I looked into Dua Lipa tickets at Target Center next year. I thought maybe that would make a nice Christmas oh, gift. Yeah? They're pretty so? pricey. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's mm. uh, they're good seat. Most of the good seats are taken, but um, you know, to sit in the lower bowl was like 170 bucks oh, plus wow. fees. Wow. Mm. There you go. There's your update. Thank hey. you. Okay. Now, Steve, are you familiar with the original song? I don't know. And I think it's gonna yeah, oh yeah, and I think it's a long, long term. Yes. Rocket Man. One of, just one of the greats. They twist it enough where it feels like a departure. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's and it's a it's it grows on you for sure. 
but I really am digging it. And he does. God love Elton John. He really leans into the <laughs> right? I mean, that's all I think every time I hear that now. Um, yeah, yeah. But it works for him. I know. Just saying. Okay. Sorry, I blew up. There is a list of the most admired men and women in the world. Coming in at number one for the men and number one for the women is made up of a couple. A couple. Mm, this yeah. is from yougov.com, by the way. Shout out. Benefer. Benefer. Like where your head's at. Thank DJ you. DJ Rock Lobster, would you like to guess uh, this? It's a couple that comprises the most admired man and woman of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z and Beyonce. You are both incorrect. It is... Pete Davidson and fill in the blank. <laughs> Barack oh. and oh, Michelle sure. okay. Obama, when he was reached for comment, he said, quote, thank you. <laughs> Here, I'm going to read off the uh, top 10 women first. Ladies first. Michelle Obama is followed by Angelina Jolie, most admired. Wow, that's surprising. Then Queen Elizabeth. Wow. Then Oprah, hmm. our queen. Scarlett Johansson rounds out the top five. Then you have Emma Watson. Taylor Swift. Former German Chancellor Angela Merkel. <laughs> Malala Yousafzai. Malala. Just say Malala. And Priyanka Chopra. Rounds out that top 10 list for wow. the women most admired in the world. You were surprised at the Angelina Jolie being at number two. Yeah, a little bit before Malala. Angie. Interesting. What about Queen Elizabeth at number three? I'm not surprised by Queen Elizabeth being in the top five, but the fact that she's under Angelina Jolie. Thank Is, you. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. Angelina Jolie does really great things. She adopts kids. She's an ambassador. It shows that she's still really liked, right? Not that she's done yeah. anything to you know be- become unliked, but it's just, it, there's an element of popularity contest in this, obviously. She just doesn't seem fun. Her public image, I bet, is quite different from her private image. I bet you're right. Different stars have different... What's the word I'm looking for? Di- there's a, there are differing amounts of dissonance with public people and what you see versus what you get behind the scenes. Hmm. And I bet you hers does feel very prim and proper and sort of model face. Whereas somebody like The Rock, hypothetically, sure, seems like I bet you he's pretty bombastic all the time. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Now I go to the men. Okay. Barack Obama comes in as the most admired man in the world according to you, yougov.com. Number second, nerd. Think nerd. Uh, uh, Colbert. <laughs> wow. Think uh, computer nerd. Uh, the the current Kornacki guy. Steve Kornacki, uh, the guy from MSNBC and NBC Nightly News who does the election night coverage? Correct. Not him, no. <laughs> no, Steve Kornacki is not the second most admired man in the world. Bill Gates. Yes. Okay. 
even after weren't there there was a little bit of squirrely news that came out during the divorce right with melinda oh for sure and he's still up there at number two followed by chinese premier xi jinping Mm. premier cristiano ronaldo then you got jackie chan at number five on the most admired men on the planet where did you show up not top 10. Oh, that's too bad. The Muskinator made it. Elon Musk is uh, in at number six. Then Lionel Messi, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, then oh. Russian President Vladimir Amana Horse Putin, <laughs> and Chinese billionaire Jack Ma, who I think is the guy behind Alibaba. Yay? I would ask Rocco. Rocco? Uh, Alibaba.com, yeah. What yeah. are you asking? Jack Ma. See the Chinese billionaire who's behind Alibaba? It looks like he, you are right. Oh, man. Mm. I just saw a list. There's a list trending today on, on Twitter about big name people who hit it big in their first acting role and then chose to walk away. So, you know, the uh, the guy who played Charlie in Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, I love him. He was offered a three-movie deal after being in that movie and opted to just go back to normal life, became a veterinarian. I love it. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, I don't think a life in the movie industry is a good life. I'm just going to say it. I'm sure I would feel different if I was a movie star, but it just feels, it's the Will Smith book. It's rubbing me a little bit the wrong way. Just feels. Oh, you're going you're gonna to abandon ship, aren't you? What do you mean? You're going to give up the book. You're going to stop listening. No. No, are you kidding me? I am so far into this book right now. At normal speed, it's a 16-hour narration. And I think Will Smith does a great job, but I listened to it at normal speed yesterday just to see was I making much of nothing. Epically slow at 1.0 speed. The, it's only tolerable 1.4 and above. It seems so It wasn't slow. slow. You played it for us, and we I'm were telling like, you. that's slow? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you listen to it tomorrow. I'm going to bring it in, and you can hear it. I want to hear it right now. I can't, because he drops bombs. Oh, I see. Okay. I just So it's just not safe. There are so many slow portions. And I, I took it to one speed, 1.0. Oh, my gosh. Then I went to 0.5, just for, to have some slow jam fun with it. That was enjoyable. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, well, I think I have maybe two hours left. Oh, it's so long. And he's a really great storyteller. But there are just elements of it that I feel, oh, I don't know. that His, his lifestyle, I'm just not cut out for. It's about me. I'm projecting. It's okay, Steve. You're Would my you want to be a movie star? No. No. It's like a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it's a lot of rejection. And it's a lot of people sizing you up, literally. Yeah. Like, what size are you? I also, he's, there's a big stretch of the book where, and I suppose it's objective, box office could back it up, where he references this time in his life where he was the biggest movie star in the world. And just uh, multiple mentions of the biggest movie star in the world. I was the big, it just, you know, you hear best, 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 best talking about yourself. And it just feels, I don't know. It, I don't know. You know the pursuit it, of me is what it feels well, like. like you and your summer. tightness. My word of the year, tight. Mm-hmm. It's a little like that. I didn't just mean my body. I wanted my schedule to be tight. 
I've wanted the ship to be a run a tight ship. I'm sorry I blew up. <laughs> okay. What is wrong with you today? You're my best friend. I don't agree. There's a new internet cologne. It smells like office chairs and sweat. <laughs> there you go. Enjoy that. Thank you, Donna. You're shopping at Macy's. Okay, uh, when we come back, let's talk Hallmark holiday movies and how actors are feeling about them these days. Coming up.